Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. Doug had one of those moments where a game that he loved got a sequel, and that is Psychonauts yes. 2. <laughs> yes. I am not familiar with Psychonauts. I never played, I think I I think I bought the first one on Vita for like two bucks, and was like, I'll try this, and made it like okay. an hour, and was like, eh, I'm good. But I know you love it, right? I yeah, I like Psychonauts a lot, so that just that pains me a little bit. It's funny because like there's there's a big discussion right now. It's like, do I need to play the first one before you play the second one? And thankfully, I would say no. I really do recommend people play that first game because even now, while it's like pretty rough, it was even rough back then as far as yeah. like the, the the platform mechanics go. But now it's like especially rough. Um, it's still a very unique game. But yeah, Psychonauts two, Psychonauts two is not a rough game. I Psychonauts two. I've heard is, so many good things. It's so good. It's it is like the type of it's like one of those things where it's like a type of sequel that like I absolutely love. I think it was like halfway through Psychonauts two. I was like, wow, this is everything I wanted from a Psychonauts two sequel, and then plus a ton more. It's got like more characters. It's got a super interesting story. Um, and I'm not even saying like the characters themselves. I think games have like they usually do like oh we have really interesting cast of characters yeah. and the plot's like okay or the plot's super interesting and the cast of characters yeah. is okay. Like the cast of characters and the plot in this is just really 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 well done and um the jumping mechanics are really well done i'm not gonna say it's like oh it's like mario odyssey it's not like that and i think ratchet and clank it's kind of a shame ratchet and clank came out like right before this is like the smoothest controls mm-hmm. ever so it's i wouldn't say it's not like that but um it's definitely like just a top tier platformer on top of all of it so um yeah i guess to kind of get my questions with this like <laughs> sure <laughs> not to cut you off but um what, so the basic premise of Psychonauts is that like you're like going into people's minds, right? Because I've seen some crazy level design stuff that looks amazing. Yes. Yeah. So I, I guess the way to st- kind of start out what the Psychonauts universe is. Um, so Psychonauts one takes place at a a summer camp for psychics, and at the end of that game, slight spoilers, but it's, you need to kind of need it for Psychonauts Contact, too. Yep. Um, yeah. So um, Raz, your main character is brought to this group called the Psychonauts at the end of the game, which is like basically think of like a um, like a CIA of of psychic people. Okay. And um, so you're brought to this and you're brought to this this, this uh, CIA of, of psychic folks called like the Psychonauts, the mother lobe, which is kind of fun. Um, a lot of good puns in this <laughs> game. Um, but the basic mechanic of this game is what you were saying before. It's so how the Psychonauts function is that they have tele, they have like, they have powers they can use in the real world, but the real meat of the game and the cool parts of the game is that you get to go inside people's minds um, through literally a doorway. Like they take a little door, they throw it on somebody's forehead, <laughs> and then they go into okay. their brain. <laughs> and so what's what's really cool about Psychonauts, I think that's kind of sets apart from everything else, is that the levels themselves, and I would say like the art is so unique between each person's mind that like you'll never see the same art asset art assets twice between two mm-hmm. different brains. Um so it's kind of like I don't know if you like if you play just other traditional platformers, there's there's a point like I'd say like maybe 50% of the way through the game, like I you know I've seen this before just like in a different yep. context, but it's like the exact same thing. It's like the same art asset. It's like oh I've seen that fridge a thousand times mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But the cool thing about Psychonauts 2 is like every time you enter a new brain, there's new rules, there's new ways it plays. Um, it just feels like completely alien every time every time you enter a new area. I think it was actually one of the issues I had with the game was in the beginning is the cadence of the game is so, so strange that it takes a while to kind of get used to because of that like totally separate sort of um, 
besides just the brains themselves being unique, the levels themselves have this weird uniqueness in them. So for example, if you're like in a traditional platform or think like a Ratchet and Clank, um, when you go to like a, you're, let's say you're in a Ratchet and Clank world and you go to like an area within that world, it's still kind of like, um, it's it makes sense like, oh, I went through this tunnel and now I'm at a very clearly same planet, yeah. same sort of thing. But with Psychonauts, when you're in somebody's mind, anytime you hit a loading screen, you have no idea what's on the other side of that loading screen. Could be like a 2D platforming section, could be a totally different art style, could be something totally different. And it makes it kind of jarring mm-hmm. at first. And I was like, at the beginning, I was like, I do I like this <laughs> or not? But then once you kind of get used to that, like, instead of being like, what's on the other side of this loading screen? It's like, oh, what's on the other side of the loading <laughs> screen? Like, uh, we went through a... But it's even in that same level, yeah. like you're like, I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. Like you could be walking through pages in a book all of a sudden. You could be rolling on bowling pins or, or something just totally crazy and totally different every time, which made it just like really exciting throughout the entire game. Because even by the end, it's just like anytime you throw anytime there's a little cutscene where you throw a door on somebody's head, you're like, no idea what's on the other side of this door. <laughs> <laughs> no idea whatsoever, um, which is really fun and exciting. So other yeah. than art assets and stuff changing it's changing gameplay styles too like there's like or is it just like the normal platformer like oh this is like the vehicle level this is the like flying level this is the swimming level or is it like more unique than that it's it's i'd say i'd say mechanic i would actually say mechanically it's pretty similar like it's still an action adventure platformer game um so i'd say like i would say mechanically it stays pretty similar i know i kind of said that didn't say that previously (laughs) there are some mechanics that swap in that like you're like there's some Mm -hmm. unexpected mechanics but i would say like the i would say consistently it's like an action adventure platforming you're gonna have platforming you're gonna have like punching and doing your psychic abilities to attack enemies um but just the plot within that level is different the characters within that level is different the art assets are different and honestly to me that's more important to me that the art assets are different because i really like to me a thing that pulls me through a game is um is seeing the next art piece like that's really that's really how i feel about just games in general like i want to see the next enemy because i just like how that enemy looks and plays and that sort of thing and this one it's like i want to see what the next brain looks like i want to see the next Mm -hmm. you know moment kind of thing so i would say like if you're interested like oh i want to see like a bunch of different mechanical differences like "Eh, not so much probably not but if you just want to see um story and characters and that sort of thing then then absolutely and and i I don't want to get too much in this little story. I guess just to like set up the context is like he revives the psychonauts and um, there's a whole new cast of kids there who are like at the summer camp, yep. you get a whole cast of kids. So there's a new cast of kids and they're all just as good as Raz, which is kind of fun. Like he's not like, Oh, I'm the all powerful, you know, whatever. He's just kind of a middling <laughs> at this new place. And then you have all the folks who are at the psychonauts and then on top of that, there's also Raz's family comes in and play, takes place. So there's like maybe 30 characters running See, this around this isn't game. overwhelming. This sounds like a lot to keep track of. It kind of, but they do, they play it very, very smart. When you're interacting with Raz's family, you're essentially only interacting with Raz's family. Oh, okay. When you're interacting with the interns, you're only interacting with the interns. And when you're interacting with the other people in the Psychonauts, you're only interacting with them. So there's kind of like these sort of three main plots okay. that are going on. Um, and then they're kind of like tying together all at the end sort of thing and like trying to figure out like how these are all these, um, relate. Um, but I, I mean, I think the one thing to like talk about like with the story and characters is that the game is way, way smarter than I thought it would be. Um, just how they handle certain subjects. Cause the whole thing with the psychonauts is, um, and one of the things they do play with and games like to play with is like, Oh, somebody's crazy. Let's play with yeah. that. Um, and I'd say the first game is kind of. 
I would say it's probably it's like a little outdated for now where it's just like I think there's just a like a, a trope where it's like somebody's crazy. Let's make a fun level out of it kind of thing, which Psychonauts like definitely yeah. does. Um, but now it has a little bit more sympathy for the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it treats it like with a little bit more seriousness. So when a game, the game's like very funny and very wacky, but they deal with stuff like with alcoholism that's like very touching and not heavy handed and like not like, I'm a drunk guy at a bar. It's like, no, let's actually talk about alcoholism and how it runs through families right. and that kind of thing. Let's talk about depression. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Um, and it does it in such a smart way funny touching way that you just like wouldn't expect just like even outside of the character just the way they're handling mm-hmm. it so like they're still using that to like kind of make unique levels out of um like the first level is about like a gambling addiction thing <laughs> okay um, about gambling addiction and, and so it just um, like leads with this off the bat there's no like warm-up period it's just like we're getting into like heavy shit here we're going to talk about all these things or like i guess because I guess to me, like, yeah, it's, well, it's portrayed as like fun, goofy kid game. Look, it's Mario, but with brain powers. No, it's more like, um, oh boy, what's it like? It's because people are like, oh, it's like a Pixar movie. It's like it's not like a Pixar. It's hard to deal with like way heavier subjects than a Pixar movie. It deals with like, you know how there's like those Cartoon Network shows that are like maybe for 25 year olds and not for kids. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but like willing to go darker because it can mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's like instead of like oh, this character is addicted to juice. Let's, you know, let's talk about it that way. It's like, no, this character actually has a drinking problem. <laughs> let's talk about it that way. It's, and it's not, and they're not necessarily like dark or heavy subjects. And the game does get dark. Yeah. It does get, it does deal with those heavy subjects. Um, but it just does will within a way that's like maybe realistic of how people would be dealing with those things. It's not like, oh, I'm down in the dumps all the time and that yeah. sort of stuff. It's just like, hey, let's like, if we're going to talk about this, like let's actually talk about it kind of thing instead of, instead of dancing around it. So um, in that way, I'd say it's like, it's definitely less, cart- it's it's cartoony for sure. It's funny for sure. But it's also heartfelt in ways that like these, that games you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect it would to be. Um, it, it just deals with a lot of like topics that I guess could seem dark, like issues within families mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's like, let's, Let's make this instead of just like for dramatic effect, let's mess with the like talk about family dynamics. Like, let's just talk about family dynamics yeah. kind of thing. Let's just talk about these things. Um, and I think in that way, it's like, well, are they kind of like dulling what they would have done? Are they censoring themselves by like, why couldn't we just do this as like a crazy person? I think it just makes for a much more interesting game yeah. in the ways that they talk about that stuff. And like, I guess even to talk about the gameplay stuff, the gameplay is like really. I mean, I, I mean, all that's so all that stuff is good. Plus, you have this action adventure game, which I guess I didn't talk too much about, but it's sort of a pseudo open world with like outside of the mines. So, like the mines are more like linear stuff, but there's like a whole open world that they have for you to go like run around and explore. Is it, is it like um, generic hub world thing where it's just kind of like, oh, I can just kind of walk around and see this? Or is that like a level in and of itself? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's definitely a level, level in and of itself that's changing throughout okay. the game as well. Um, so it feels a lot. It's not like it's not like you're just like at headquarters. And like you can just walk around and go visit this room and go talk to this person. Then okay, next level. No, you you can do that, but then there's also things outside the oh, okay. headquarters and things that even outside that as well. So um, it is cool too. And I think one of the things like besides dealing with like these heavy topics, so it just feel it feels like an adult platformer <laughs> if that makes sense. Like there's just something more mm-hmm. um, nice that they're they're attacking these things head on. But then the wrapper of it is just a really good action adventure open world platformer that you just don't see these yeah. days um it kind of reminds me more of like banjo kazooie in mario 64 okay. 
Actually, I think Mario 64 is probably actually a pretty good example where you have that sort of open area to explore and then you go into Got it. Levels so sort of thing. Your, your like and, hub world mm-hmm. is more Peach's Castle where it's like, okay, there's definitely things to do here, but yes. you're just jumping into those main line levels from there. Yeah, and the thing that's really fun about the the doors, the door mechanic, like you throw a door on somebody's head and then they, they go through it, is you're never quite sure when the mechanic's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be in a conversation and then he's like, oh, do you want me to go see inside your mind? You're like, oh, I wasn't, <laughs> this, I wasn't ready for a level <laughs> to happen all of a sudden. It's like, oh, okay, I guess we're going into a level. And like they're, they play with that really cool way. So it's not just when you get in the level, it's surprising. I was surprised by the fact I was even going into a level oh, nice. because it just happened in the middle of a conversation or something like that. Um there's a really cool conversation mechanic as well that it doesn't matter what you say to people. Like, let's say it's not like a decision game where it's yeah. like, oh, I said this thing and now this character cares. But like every character, you can really just dive into like what you want to talk about with okay, them. Okay, cool. Um, just, it's, like, it's like an adventure game. Like yeah. very similar. Like, hey, what does this person say? What does this person say? Um, but there's so many interesting subplots that are buried in there that like you could just skip. You don't have to. It doesn't really <laughs> mean anything. You don't get side missions or whatever from it. But it's just like, it's cool when you meet a character, like let's say there's a character that hasn't been in the game for a while and they come back and like you can just go on to the next story beat. But it's like, actually, I want to talk about like, where have you been? What have you been doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do that. So it's it's kind of like up to you how much you want to be invested in all these characters cool. and stuff. Nice. It's very good. <laughs> and that's why I've heard like I'm really <laughs> interested in playing this game, which I did not think I was, which I was not a month ago just because of what I've heard mm-hmm. about it. Um, so I guess to wrap this up, because this is my question that always comes up with games like this that are 20 years removed, where the target game was mm-hmm. very clearly like older kids, teenagers, you know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah. bracket group where this game, especially with those heavy themes, it, does it feel like it, like you said, adult platform? Or does it feel like it's like created more intentionally for those of us in our 30s who like have fond memories of playing Psychonauts when we were 12? Or is it? more still like the original where it's like we're going to kind of try and hit that same mark where it is a game that's for those people we know our fans will come back to it it's interesting um i think i think like if you're a fan of the game like you're gonna have a lot you're gonna have a good time like it's a great sequel but i think they definitely assume that like you haven't played it before if that's kind of what you're getting at but if you're also asking like i think that it feels like they're not ignoring Psychonauts 2. Like, it's definitely very plot. It's actually funny. Psychonauts 2 takes like takes place three days after Psychonauts 1. <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> maybe a week. <laughs> um, so, like, they definitely... So, a lot of those plot threads do carry over. But I guess the, the way I, that I'm thinking about it is, like, they kind of feel like they've redone Psychonauts. Like, hey, we have this concept of these people who can go into people's minds mm-hmm. and do this sort of thing. What if we made Psychonauts today? Just Got it. how we think about things differently and, oh, that's and, and that sort of thing. So, like, when I... When I say it's like an adult platform, it's not like it's not for 30 year olds. It's not for 20 year olds. Like a teenager could play it. Um, I just feel like you're going to get a lot more out of it than you did the first one, which was aren't crazy people crazy. And that's that's being a little reductive. Um, but I mean, it was but in this 20 one years just feel, ago. That's, that's yes. <laughs> yeah. It just feels like there's way more. There's just more depth to this one. Like it's just so much better than the first one. <laughs> um, just like in how it handles everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I just feels like, and I, again, it's like, is this is this a nostalgia for people who've played? It's like, no, but it is a sequel. Yeah. Um, is it really adult themes? Like, no, but it's stuff you'd probably talk about like when you're in high school. I mean, it's yeah. stuff that's not. I would, I would be, it'd be weird if like a ten year old was playing this. I mean, they <laughs> might enjoy it, but I just don't know if they would get. I don't think they get as much out of it, and it's not even. And again, it's not like they're hiding these things. No, but there is definitely sort of a veneer of we're being funny and cute. 
But if you read into the background and kind of what we're actually talking about, it can be kind of tough. Heavy, yeah. And I'd say it's definitely more obvious with that stuff than it, than it is with like other kids media to the point I wouldn't call it kids media like is like Kuja is like Laika movies. They're kind of kids movies, yeah. but not really. They're a little darker than Pixar sort of thing. So I, I think kind of like in that realm nice. kind of thing. Um, but it, it just it beca- I think because of that, it's just really good feeling like, oh, this game is still relevant for me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think there's some IPs that they don't age with their right. audience. I think like Pokemon's like, exactly. like the number exactly. one. That's like yep. very clearly. It's like, it's always targeted for eight year olds. <laughs> and this one's like, we can grow a little bit and not leave that audience behind. Nice. Um, we can just do something more interesting and better with this IP. Nice. And they did. And it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's whenever I get game pass back, it's first on my list. Yeah. But we are workforce gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at workforce gaming, subscribe to us where we're listening and we will see you later. Bye. <laughs>